Hi, my name is Josh, and welcome to the Abundant Encounters podcast. So great to have you here with us. Abundant Encounters, the podcast exists to help people have more encounters with God. That may seem very obvious to some that we need to have encounters with God. Um, but this podcast really exists just to kind of help um, help make sure that's a part of your everyday Christian life. Uh, Christians need more encounters. And sometimes, like uh, Graham Cook says, um, we got to reach Christians for Christ. I mean, we got to reach ourselves. Um, the Lord encouraged me uh, to have more encounters uh, through a process that's very long and lengthy to explain. But uh, the the really awesome thing is that he asked me one day to give that away. And, um, and that's what brought about this whole organization. You want to find out more about us, we would love for you to do that. Go on uh, AbundantEncounters.com and uh, my wife and I have put a lot into this ministry and and we look forward to doing more with it as the years go by and um, if I sound a little under the weather today I actually just uh, recovered from COVID it was uh, thank God God is still in the miracle business and he still heals and um, and uh, aligns things so that people can get free um, it's a wild world that we're living in, but we still have the Lord and he's so faithful and uh, any kind of situation, especially uh, a sickness like COVID, uh, the most important thing very quickly becomes our relationship with him, especially if we're isolated, um, quarantined or doing what we can to keep others safe, those kind of things. Um, Those personal encounters with God are deep treasures um, and uh, we can remember the, the the prophecies that encounters with God have given us where we knew he was real uh, we can you know those prophecies probably have something to do with our future if we're in a situation that is reminding us or trying to give us a narrative about how we might die and leave everyone behind we can remember those prophecies and say no I have a future it's been promised to me you know the devil comes to steal kill and destroy um, and so we know that sickness doesn't come from the Lord it's just it's just not what he's doing today and and we can choose to believe that about him because he says that he is our healer he is Jehovah Rapha God is is nothing if he isn't consistent and uh, in his consistency he's not gonna his own nature isn't something that he's going to just continually come up against so just a little injection of hope and faith from the word for you Um, you know the Old Testament is a complicated um, document, especially from uh, a New Testament perspective. Um, when it comes to the judgments and plagues that um, God takes full credit for in the Old Testament, um, we need to understand more about judgments because judgments have to do with, uh, like, 
the way the Lord laid foundational, um, immovable things like you know, gravity is a great example. Um, gravity, you know, if you walk off a building and say that you're going to fly, it uh, doesn't mean that you will. Gravity is laid down for a purpose, a greater purpose than to prevent you from flying. It wants to keep us all, you know, where we can walk and at a specific height and a lot of other reasons, but um, pretty obvious. And that's the same with a lot of what God does take credit for in the Old Testament. And this is just helpful theology. If, if it helps you, great. Um, but I want to get into this, so I'll pray. And um, Lord, thank you so much. Thank you for delivering me honestly and I'll start there and just thank you so much for delivering me from being uh, sick and thank you for everything else you've done and uh, Lord I pray right now for this session Lord that as all of us invest our time in, in what you've brought about here today I pray you'd use me use your word Lord God to minister and to bring encounters Father Lord, I pray for the reality of encounters to be every single day a part of our lives. Thanks, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you for your presence. Father, come now. Be in us. Be through us. Be all around us. Thank you, Lord. We just acknowledge you. We turn our affections to you now. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, today we're going to be reading again from the Spirit Spiritual Warfare Bible that Charisma Media gave to me. Uh, it's in the modern English version. And um, if you are interested in this Bible, then there's a link in the show notes. Grab it. Uh, I can't believe that they gave me this Bible right before I went in and got uh, COVID, um, which I do believe because I, everything is spiritual to me, that it's a very spiritual experience. And this Bible was helpful. Um, and helping me discover a few helpful things that uh, broke the narrative um, over that time. The, uh, lots of dark narrative available, um, demonic thoughts and, and ideas about death, and, um, and I wouldn't want it for anyone, but if you found yourself in that place, then it's great to have a Bible like this. Um, that just has tons of, of practical tools and at the same time, like I've said in previous episodes, I didn't feel like overwhelmed by the idea that spiritual warfare is life or something from this Bible. I think it's available, but it's not something that's shoved down your throat. Like if you're not doing this, then you, you know, because, you know, it's not the main thing. The main thing is love. And anytime we're wrapping ourselves in the awareness that God is, has wrapped himself around us, 
um, and he is running the train of his robe through our the temple of our souls and we figured it out right then and there and fear will leave that is powerful spiritual warfare but that kind of stuff is actually what's in here um, so yes I will leave a link to that and you know and I highly recommend this Bible if it is a beautiful Bible so cool um, I'm gonna be reading from Luke chapter 4 Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness being tempted by the devil for 40 days during those days he ate nothing and when they were ended he was hungry and the devil said to him if you are the Son of God command these stones to become bread Jesus answered him it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word of God the devil taking him up onto a high mountain showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and the devil said to him I will give you all this power and her glory for it has been delivered to me and I give it to whomever I will if you then will worship me all will be yours and Jesus answered him get behind me Satan for it is written you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve he brought him to Jerusalem set him on a on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him if you are the son of God throw yourself down from here for it is written he shall give his angels charge concerning you to preserve you and in their hands they shall hold you up lest you strike your foot against a stone Jesus answered him it is said you shall not tempt the Lord your God when the devil had ended all the temptations he departed from him until another time Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee and his fame went throughout the surrounding regions he taught in their synagogues being glorified by everyone he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up and as his custom was he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and he stood up to read the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him when he had unrolled the scroll he found the place where it was written the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to preach deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed to preach the acceptable year of the Lord then he rolled up the scroll and he gave it back to the attendant and sat down the eyes of all those who were at the synagogue were fixed on him and he began to say to them today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing all bore witness to him and wondered at the gracious words which came from his mouth then they said is this 
not Joseph's son? He said to them, You will surely say to me this proverb, Physician, heal yourself. Whatever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in your country. He also said, Truly I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you that truthfully, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the heavens were closed for three years and six months, when great famine was throughout all the land. Yet to none of them was Elijah sent except to Zarephath, a city of Sidon, to a woman who was a widow. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elijah the prophet, but none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. All those in the synagogue, when they heard these things, were filled with wrath. They rose up and thrust him out of the city and led him to the brow of the hill on which their city was built, that they might throw him down headlong. But passing through the midst of them, he went his way. Then he went down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and he was teaching them on the Sabbaths. They were astonished at his teaching, for his word was with authority. In the synagogue there was a man who had the spirit of an unclean demon, and he cried out with a loud voice, Leave us alone! What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent, and come out of him. When the demon had thrown him down in their midst, he came out of him and did not hurt him. They were all amazed and said among themselves, What a word this is, for with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. And his fame went out to every place in the surrounding countryside. He went out of the synagogue and entered Simon's house. Now Simon's mother-in-law was taken ill with a high fever, and they asked him about her. So he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she rose and served them. Now when the sun was setting, all those who had anyone sick with various diseases brought them to him. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. And demons came out of many, crying out, You are the Christ, the Son of God. But he rebuked them and did not permit them to speak, because they knew that he was the Christ. When it was day, he departed and went into a remote place. And searching for him, the people came to him and tried to prevent him from leaving them. But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for this is why I was sent. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Galilee. You 
You know, in hindsight, it's easy for us to know that Jesus seemed to have this prophetic perspective on his calling that allowed him to have a roadmap for what he did. Uh, So he didn't know where he was supposed to be and where he was going next, and um, at least to a certain extent. Um, He had been prophesied about throughout the Old Testament. They had perceived him, and he had been conceived by Mary, and and we've we've covered that a lot in other um, podcasts, but... Um, you know, it's just important for us to understand. I mean, it's, it's not always the understanding that we're offered from the Bible, but the Bible is full of prophecy about Jesus. So Jesus kind of, he did know that he needed to be different places and, and when he needed to be there. And he did know that he was going to die and he did know that he'd be betrayed and, and a bunch of other He knew he'd be whipped. He knew, uh, you know, details about the way that he would die thanks to the prophets of old and um, so he wasn't necessarily always just waiting for a word from God but we see him running off to be alone and he's interrupted but it's interesting to think about why was he looking to be alone Jesus had just experienced some miracles and uh, he had made some confessions he had walked out different pieces of scriptures that he had remembered and and he's checking in with the father and aligning his heart with everything that he clearly saw and is seeing God doing He's aligning his his uh, will. He's aligning himself. Everything is in perfect alignment, right? Because he is a man. He is representative. Um, someone we can be like. Uh, Jesus didn't come to taunt us or tease us. He came to show us what the Father was like. The one whose image we were made in. As a man, he wanted to be a man so that we could see what it would look like if man had a relationship full of connection with a heavenly father. And then he prayed that we would have the same. Really powerful. I just pray that gets into you, you know. It's really helpful. We don't want to go around as Christians not knowing that we have full access to Father God on purpose because with it we can understand what we're doing, who we are, what purpose our life has because it does have purpose. And He knows how to tell us how to show us, how to walk us through it, and be a lamp to our feet. I mean, if we're honest, a lot of us can admit that we've really struggled with that whole lamp to our feet idea. It's like, can you show me a little more than just my feet? Like, I'd love to see what my future 
uh, holds and you know sometimes he gives us glimpses or um, sometimes it's more than that I get it but but in general the purpose behind the lamp to our feet is to teach us connection with him we need to be with him if we're going to have him hold the lamp and um you know when you're going through really scary stuff then you get a refresher like like i just did with covid um just like wow i need you right now and every time i'd look into a little bit of, of the future i'd be like well i don't know what that's gonna look like or exactly how it's gonna go and and um, I'd, I'd be like, okay, let me just look at you right now. Oh, you're, oh, you're here. You're good. You're, you're loving me. And then I try to look in, and then I get a little fear, try to get back in, and, and um, you know. And then the, the Lord did speak to me about the prophecy piece too, and He said, hey, remember the prophecies. A friend of mine painted a picture um, of me living on a beach and gave a prophetic word about me living on a beach well guess what i don't live on a beach right now so um i believe that is a part of my future and um, i'm excited about that future and what does that say about my present well it says that my time isn't here yet jesus probably was able to see his future in a similar way so when he was in Galilee and there was a threat of death he knew not to take it seriously because he already knew that those prophecies had said that he would be in Jerusalem and um, so he had nothing to fear isn't that really helpful and practical to understand And so I just want to encourage you um, to look at your old prophetic words and um, and take note of all of them. And um, what are they saying about your present? Have they happened yet? If they have, then celebrate those, you know. Um, if they haven't happened, then what will it look like when they do and um, spend some time with the Holy Spirit and you know what it I know not everyone gets prophetic words maybe that's not your culture and um, you know I'm, there's no shame um, but I would encourage you to ask Holy Spirit for a prophetic word and so let's do that now. And even if you already have prophetic words, let's do this now. First of all, let's receive this Holy Spirit. And some of us, we already know he's very close and we felt him this whole time, but he's just, he's endless. So we can always receive more Holy Spirit. So let's just begin by like entering into him. Like let him be like a pool of water and begin to just dip into him pour your body into him and uh, for some of us this is really easy but what I'm doing is I'm just giving you a 
a, uh, a visual representation, but I want you to feel it. I want you to feel the Holy Spirit on your skin and um, moving into you. Ask him, Holy Spirit, come into me. I know you're in me, but I, I want you to come into me. Like I want to feel you and begin to enter into him. Just be lifted into him. Feel your, your whole body get lighter as he adds himself to you. It's, it's amazing. It's so unique. Come Holy Spirit. Thank you for being here. Awaken my awareness. Awaken my love towards you. If you're really struggling or just not really, you know, there with your imagination, then just ask if there is anything blocking. Because, you know, as Christians, as people, we we end up with little things. Things happen. Um, and rather than just putting it off and say, well, I'll do it another time, try now to find out what's blocking. It could be very important. Holy Spirit, Am I believing anything that would keep me from you? Is there a wall that's keeping me from you? Is there someone I need to forgive? And I want to encourage you to follow those through. Ask questions if you don't understand. Just forgive if a face or a name came up. Move through that. Forgive, release, bless. Make sure it goes all the way from your head to your heart. Because it's not worth it to hold on to anything. No resentment is going to keep you from him. Ask for a truth, ask for. Ask if you can take down the wall. Keep moving forward. And if you're there with the Holy Spirit now and you're embracing Him and you're feeling Him, or you've come back and you, you know, after getting some real breakthrough and you're like, wow, I just. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Begin thanks with thanks and enter his gates. Enter everything that he is. Remember, he's the counselor, the comforter, the advocate, the defender. He's got a lot to say to you. Uh, he's a representative of heaven for you. Everything in him is righteousness. Everything is peace. There's no judgment towards you. All the judgment was on Jesus. All the wrath was on Jesus. 
All your sin was on Jesus on that cross and he didn't bring it with him to heaven. And here's this wonderful Holy Spirit that sees you and he sees you and the work that Jesus is accomplishing through you and the, and the Father. He's not, he's not wondering about your identity. He's not confused about who you are. He's not receiving accusations from the enemy. He believes in you. He's a genius about your future. That's what Graham Cook calls him. And I believe he truly is. He just, it's an understatement, of course, but he knows everyone. He knows everything. He created everything. He knows it all. And, and he's working it all together for your good. This is someone you want to have a conversation with about your future. I begin to just connect with him from every part of you. Uh, in your body, but also in your brain, like in your mind, like your brain and mind and just connect it all. Say, I am with you, Holy Spirit. And I just want you to ask Holy Spirit, Say, Holy Spirit, you have great ideas. I would love to hear a prophetic word for my future. Can you please give me a prophetic word for my future? Now, if he just gave you a single word, I want you to begin to ask questions. If he gave you a picture, explore it, press in, look for details, ask questions. Now, some of you are really experiencing him right now, and that's exactly what you're here to do. Just keep doing that. This is important. Get a real prophetic word from Holy Spirit about your future. There's a couple other things we can do here. We can say, how do you see me in my future? And if you're there and you're really struggling with even wanting to know about your future, then ask questions about that. Say, um, I think there, just ask and say, Lord, I think there is something I'm afraid of or that I don't want to know about my future. Can you help me understand where this is coming from? And it may be a memory or a moment that was difficult. Begin to sort that out with him. Jesus loves to heal memories. If there's a painful memory that it, it comes up, 
ask Jesus to come into that memory with you and you begin by having the memory and then ask Jesus to enter it with you and be there and ask him what was the lie I began to believe here Jesus was a lie I began to believe here. Once you have that, forgive anyone there that needed to be forgiven, release them, bless them, and begin to renounce that lie. Renounce it out loud if you can and ask Jesus, Jesus, what's the truth? Yeah. That's the truth. It's awesome. Celebrate that truth. Just feel the goodness of that truth and when you're ready, ask Jesus to bring you back to the Holy Spirit. Ask Holy Spirit, hey, I'm now, I'm, I'm here. I want to know. I want to be available to hear what you have to say about my future. I need a prophetic word about my future. Now write that down as an act of warfare, spiritual warfare, that could save you in a really difficult situation, no matter what it is. And I don't want anything to happen to you. Um, but, you know, if we're going through a trial, I definitely wouldn't want you to be doing that without having a wonderful prophetic word to lean on and know, hey, this is what you said. And you're never going to lie to me. And... Uh, so I believe that I still have a future and I still have hope. Not just because of the scripture, but because you gave me a vision and then you can engage with that vision that he gave you during this time. Today might be a big new day, especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God in his heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news, he is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. 
Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. We pray blessing on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy, hope, and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven fill your life with infinite wealth that overwhelms and overcomes every deficit of this world around you and others here in this world. In Jesus' name. Come and visit us online at AbundantEncounters.com where you can find out more about our cause. We want everyone to have an encounter with God today. And on that website, you can find out ways to help yourself, help your friends. There's counseling, coaching, and articles available that will help you to embrace the lifestyle of encountering God. AbundantEncounters.com The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.